Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time to talk Sabres hockey. Let's get the inside story. Here's Sabres head coach, Don Granado. The Don Granado Show is being brought to you by Firth Jewelers. For all the moments in your life, go forth to Firth. By Losi and Ganji, workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. By Roy's Plumbing, just call Roy's today. We'll take the worry away. And by Town Ford. When you think Ford, think of Town Ford. Now with head coach Don Granado, here's Jeremy White and Joe DiBiase. Happy Tuesday morning. Sabres back to it after the All-Star break. A little bit of time off for the Sabres and their head coach, and he joins us on the Western Hotline, Don Granado. Good morning, Don. Good morning, guys. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Nice to, to be back on the ice. We've practiced the last couple of days, and it uh, feels good to get back into it. How about the the break from, whatever, the team getting away for a little bit, the mental break about uh, you know these games, obviously, they run together really quickly. I know sometimes when we talk, you point out you don't have a lot of time to practice, how about a time to just kind of mentally recharge with uh, with the break you had? You know, even when you have one day off, uh, it, it's it's a recharge. You have two days off; it, it's actually an amazing feeling to, to you know have an opportunity to breathe, uh, just because you play so many you know every other day, so many times or back to back. So yeah, it gives everybody, and, and then obviously for the you know that's for myself and the players, and then for the players, just the the bodies, uh, you know, the physical side of, of uh, you know, not carrying soreness, you know, lots of times is injuries uh, or uh, I should say nagging, nagging type injuries linger longer because you don't have two or three days to rest them. So, uh, yeah, nice break for everybody uh, throughout the whole league. It's nice to have a couple practices before you get into tonight's game. Tonight you've got Dallas. Let's get to some of your injuries, though. Matias Samuelson shutting down for the season I wonder, frustration on, on his behalf, feeling bad. I mean, he's had a, a tough time staying healthy, and whether that's bad luck or whatever it is, you know, we're, we're sitting here talking about the mental break you get from having time off. And imagine he's had time off that, of course, he doesn't want and the mental battle he's been going through with how many times he's he's been banged up for for this club. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he takes it hard. Um, he's, a, he's a team first mentality, uh, so... You know, I've had talks with him, you know, in prior prior injuries where he, he he feels, you know, had felt like he letting his teammates down, letting his team down. Uh, why is this happening to me? Uh, so so he takes it hard, um, as you know, harder than most, I would say. And it's just a it's his personality, and he's such a competitor, and 
cares about the team, uh, you know, to a very high level, obviously. Um, so it does, it, it, it affects him a lot. Um, it's part of, part of a career. He blocks a lot of shots. He, you know, uses his body. Uh, he's a big body. He's still young. And, you know, I, I don't think, uh, my my message to him was this is not something that's going to continue. Um, you know, just just fight through it and move on and do your best. You'll come back. He's going to come back better as a result. There's no question, but by virtue of his age. Yeah, Don. How much adjustment is there because of the, the style of defenseman that he is? You know, we, we've talked about him. He he's a core piece that's locked up for this franchise for quite some time. You guys obviously value what it is he does, and it's not like you have a lot of of Samuelsons to play that role. So how does your blue line shift? Who steps into that role? How, how do things get different for the players that are remaining? I think everybody. I don't think anybody's going to shift into that role. Uh, I think that each guy is is there's op- there's more opportunity. Obviously, more ice time um, now with, with you know a guy that played consistently out of the lineup, uh, and I think that you know that responsibility is going to be picked up by the group really um and i think the group is is ready for it um based on just watching you know through the season the progressions through the season i think there's been progress uh, more progress in the last few weeks uh and i do feel that there's enough around it, it's funny last year when we lost samuelson our record was was not very good um you know we did we concentrated on, you know, obviously with Clifton and Eric Johnson and then Ryan Johnson really stepping up. That's three, uh, three defensemen that have really helped out and, and helped stabilize things more, especially under these situations when, when you're losing a guy. Uh, and I think, you know, each one of those guys is, uh, is not only help, but can, can step up even more. We'll get questions a lot about Samuelson and like how he's playing, how his season's gone. He's not a guy you can just look up, you know, the goals and the assists to get a sense of that. So for you, how do you think his season went in general? Whether you know you thought there was any progression in certain areas, regression? Just how do you think his season went now that it's over? Well, when you look at every guy, I can tell you just from the coaching standpoint, you 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 always want more and demand more and. Um, that was that's the case with every guy. So so I will say that that fit in with Matthias. You know, we, we we as when I look at him as a coach, I see I look at the potential and push him toward that. Uh, and there's there's a lot more uh, that he's capable of helping us. Uh, you know, specifically win more hockey games. And so you know he was he was a guy that's been pushed harder this year than you know really previous years as he's gained more experience and. Um, I think I think also acclimating to deal with that the fact that there's there is more uh, more pressure and there should be more pressure now. Don Jack Quinn also has an injury that'll keep him out for a sustained period of time. Seeing some of the line combinations that you've had since you've come out of the All Star break, are, are you looking for more of a balanced lineup? And that's even if you know the lines we saw yesterday will hold into today. But seeing Poso up with Thompson and Tuck down with Middlestat, not even want to say up and down, just kind of balanced throughout the lineup. Is that something you are setting a goal to see? Is it just kind of where you're at with the roster? How do you look at how you're creating lines now with, with Quinn exiting you know, a top six role? Well, it, you know, it's definitely where you're at with the roster, um, obviously, because you're going to adjust every day to your roster uh, health-wise, you know, whether it's known public or not, what, what guys are going through. Um, 
you know, so, so just some thoughts and, and you kick, obviously like everybody that follows any team, you know, and, and obviously we're, we're working with the team. You, you have lots of different thoughts, lots of different options. Um, Middlestead, as you mentioned, and you almost, I think you almost laughed when you said it down with Middlestead. There's no down when you, when you go play with Middlestead, because he's, he's been really, really good. Um, you know, even, even compared to the elite players in the league. Uh, especially five on five. So Tuck with Middlestead and Greenway uh, have had a couple of really good games now. Um, and, and Tuck um, has, looks like he's played with another level of energy and, and, and things like that. So that line I did not want to disrupt, um, knowing that Quinn is now out. Uh, Benson um, will shift into where Quinn is. And then Akposo's played with Thompson and Skinner. Uh, Akposo... And if you think of our guys that are really straight lines, straight to the net guys, it would be Gergensen, Zakposo, Greenway comes to mind right away. Uh, I just think that, that, you know, Thompson right now and Skinner can benefit from that straight line guy driving depth on entry, driving to the net, uh, causing some havoc in the net, in front of the net. And, and we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Um, but obviously you're, you're, you know, you, whenever you make changes, you're looking at and evaluating, you know, is this, how, how is this fitting? How is this working? So, uh, but I could say overall, our team, uh, you know, we talk about how we want to play to our identity. That's the most important thing that we play with some pace and, and, and pressure pucks the right way. Uh, and that's something we haven't done consistent enough. With Thompson up there, you know, you just talked about that line in general. What do you want to see from him in, in the, in out of the break here, for the rest of the season, you know, not to put it all on him because I know that that's not the case, but there's a big chunk of goals from last year when the team missed by one point to this year that are missing from his his numbers. Um, and you know, we can talk about how that's come to about come about at this point. But what do you want to see from him specifically out of the All Star break? Well, I mean, the obvious is you, you know, you you hit on you'd love to see more goals out of any guy. Um, but I think I think Tomer's a guy that he he's a competitive guy. He puts a ton of pressure on himself uh, to perform, and he's he's disappointed when we don't win. And and you know he certainly wants to score. He, he's got every right to believe he he can score uh, because he's an elite scorer. Um, but I believe he's he's put too much pressure on himself, uh, and that pressure. Uh, when you when you miss scoring, you you leave a game and you don't score. Unfortunately, I think he's carried some of the negative, uh, you know, psychology of that to the next game, and it's lingered. So for him, I, you know, it, when you see him happier with a happier face and smiling, you know, he's he's in a better rhythm. Uh, so you know, I could say I'd like to see him a little little bit happier, knowing that, you know, that's that's what. You know, that smile is going to be on his face when he's feeling his game and he's feeling a little better. So he's obviously a priority for us to um, knowing how, how uh, you know, explosive he is, how dynamic he is. Um, I will tell you, when you split Tuck and Thompson up, um, you saw the other night even in San Jose and L.A., very difficult for the opposing coach to match up top-pairing defensemen uh, and hold us down. Uh, you know, they can match that top pair against Thompson, but then they can't match it against Tuck. And obviously Tuck and Middlestead took advantage of a lesser matchup, a third pairing D or a second pairing D, because obviously you had to watch the Cousins line as well. So anytime we can get to three line depth, 
the fall off, the drop off between second pairing and third pair, first pairing, second pairing, and then third pairing D is is significant in this in this league, obviously because of the salary cap. So uh, if you could look at and say, you know, lots of times Tomer gets that top matchup, but that is the benefit if Tuck's not on that line uh, for Tuck that night. So he's still doing lots of things for us, um, you know, to help other guys as well, just by virtue of you know, how big a name he's become and how, how talented a player he is. Sabres head coach Don Granado. Don, as we head to the home stretch here, it's a it's a 10-point gap to make up to the playoff teams. And I wonder if there is uh, any sort of internal big picture. I know a lot of times we talk small picture, but are you and the group talking about what what are you looking for in these next few months? You want to get in the race. You want to make the playoffs. It's not exactly gone at this point. So what will it take to do what you've got to do? What, what, what do you need from your group? What do they need from you? What will it take? You know, really, uh, when you say the big picture, just keep it small. Uh, stay, stay in the moment. We've had trouble when we've gotten too far ahead or, or dwelled on, you know, what might have just happened and it pulled us out of the moment. Um, you know, the most recent, you know, the calendar month of January, I think we were 7-4, and four, maybe 7-4-1. and one. Um, you know, so we obviously are, are, are playing better hockey and we need to just continue that. Um, but, but you're not, if you get too far ahead of yourself, you're in trouble. I mean, again, you know, we're, you're playing against an $80 million payroll against you and, and elite talent against you. So you, you've got to stay grounded in the moment. We've done a much better job of that recently. That's, that's where we've had, you know, that's where we have our success. Um, and we have to we have to continue that real simple. Um, uh, today today's the most important day. Sabres head coach Don Granado. Don, thanks very much. Best of luck on this uh, little mini homestand, and uh, talk next week. All right, take care, guys. Thank you. Sabres head coach Don Granado. Sabres and Stars tonight. Sabres and Blues coming up. Uh, a one o'clock game on the mm-hmm. weekend, and then the Kings. A couple of West Coast teams. All right. Yeah. Which means one time only for the season for hot dogs, right? Yes. You're only going to see Dallas once. You're going to see St. Louis once. You're going to see L.A. once. Big, big week for the hot dog of the day. Hot dog of the day. Barbecue and onion rings tonight, right? If you missed it, we Joe and I have suggested two different things for the stars. One, uh, cut the feet off of little hockey figurines and put the skate in the crease <laughs> of the hot dog. That's one thing you could do. Yep. Jo- Joe wanted no goal burned into the bun. Yes. Yep. St. Louis on the weekend... Without even looking it up, I would feel like there is a St. Louis hot dog. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like there should be a St. Louis-style hot dog? Yeah, there's St. Louis-style pizza. There's St. Louis-style ribs. Okay. St. Louis... No. Is there St. Louis barbecue? Yeah. I think it's St. Louis ribs. You know what the St. Louis pizza is? No. It's like... Brett Hull serves it to you. <laughs> it's like cheese Wait, Brett Hull's at Dallas and St. Louis. Yeah. it's. I think there's cheese whiz involved. Oh, get it out of here. Not, no. Not even... No. No. That's no? A no. No. That's where you draw the line? That's a no. It's hard to mess up pizza. Cheese whiz on a pizza is no. Let me confirm that that is right. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, it's a thin cracker-like crust. All right, that's not that bad. Um, I'm like, not seeing. Like I'm a... pretty sure I've seen. Pro, Provol cheese? Provel cheese? Mm. Okay. Someone let me know if I'm wrong on that. I feel like I've seen Cheese Whiz somewhere involved. I do have instant trivia I put together for... Okay. It, it, it's... Okay. You know, sometimes trivia is 
Super Bowl MVPs. And sometimes it's real sicko trivia. And this one's going to be, it's for you. Oh, sicko trivia? Yeah, I'm going to go with sicko trivia. Uh, instant trivia brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door. Josh, you ready for this too? He's gonna, he might need your help. I don't expect you to get all the answers. It's the Sabres and Stars tonight. And I thought, hmm. How many players have played for the Sabres and the Stars? Oh, oh no. So the answer is... It's like a me- like puck doku, but this it's is, all Sabres this, and Stars. That's right. Sabres-Stars crossovers. Just through the Sabres playoff drought. That's it. So starting in 2012, all right. 10 players have played for both the Sabres and Stars since 2012. Doku right, has prepared me for this. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with a sicko guess that is such a deep pull. Uh, but for some reason, he was the first name that came to mind. Taylor Fadoon. That yeah. is that is a correct answer. Yeah. That's a great And one. all of a sudden, the people watching and listening at home, nobody's watching, think, maybe Joe can run yeah. the table. Josh, the, you guys might be able to get, you got Taylor Fadoon. I just got to pick six on the first play of yeah, the game. Yeah. And now the odds have just shot up. You, you are alive. Taylor yeah. Fadoon is correct. Yep. Okay. Had to play a game? Yes. Okay, so Ben Bishop does not count here? Ben okay. Bishop does not count. Good. He shouldn't. Andre Sequeira. Yes, also correct. He played in the drought for the Sabres? Uh, yes. That is unbelievable. He's played for the Sabres since they were... It's so long. Uh, okay. He's not even in the NHL anymore. Like five years ago, he wasn't in the NHL. All right. Um, how about... Derek Roy. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Steve Ott. Correct. Colin Miller. Also correct. Good. There are four left. See, this is good. You're thinking of guys that went to Dallas, and I'm thinking, well, no, I guess I'm doing the same thing. It's both. Roy went to Dallas after. Um, They get harder. Will Butcher. No. Ooh, Will Butcher. I don't have him here. I I could double Uh, check. Jonas Enroth. I don't have him either, no. Really? Didn't they trade him to Dallas? You know what? Mine, my, mine was only skaters. Sorry. Oh, so, okay. So don't, is, all right. So don't worry about it. Yep. That's why he wouldn't skaters. have shown up. Okay. Um. How about they're going to start getting harder? Okay, I got a, I got a deep pull. Ready for this? Here we go. I'm ready oh, for it. Yes. Stretch out for this one. Uh, Remy Ellie. Correct. Like I said, this is sicko trivia. Remy Ellie. You've got baby. three. You've got three left. Okay, the only reason I remember Remy Ellie though in the first place is because he was on the Iriotters team that I used to go down to see McDavid, McDavid play for. Okay. Ascari Laxinen. No. He's never played for the Sabres. How about Jordan Nolan? No. Felt like he could have been a star at some point. No. Uh, okay. How many are left? Three left. Three left. And these the, are mostly deep pulls at this point. There's one that's that's pretty obvious. I or think good. It depends again, like how deep these aren't that deep. Okay. Um, this guy played for the Sabers for a long, uh, multiple stints, defenseman, multiple stints, multiple stints. Yeah. Long time. I know played, Henrik Talinder made it into the drought, but he, did he? He, he played for the Sabers from 2012 to 2016. Got really? Tr- got traded by Tim Murray. Traded away. Murray traded away. Pesic. Mark Pesic. Mark Pesic. Is correct. 
This guy. Well, he played forward for Dallas, I think. <laughs> and Florida. Yeah. This guy was most known for his hair. Maybe. Mike Commodore was the, the first thing. Sabres the Sabres would have acquired him from mm, Winnipeg. Oh, Cody Eakin. Cody Eakin. I really had eggs. I had removed him from my from my brain. Yeah. And um, then finally, uh, this guy was acquired from the Stars. They got him from the Stars? Yeah. Not a trade. He played for Dallas and then played for the Sabres. He played 17 games total. Adam Party. Oh! That was a deep pull. Could have got there. Adam Party, best known for going through the glass. I don't think this happened with the Sabres. Went through the glass and a fan stole his helmet and ran away with it. It's a good video to find on YouTube. Yep. Sabres and Stars crossover. I can't believe the drought is so long that Andre Sequeira played played during it. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, thanks to Sabres head coach Don Granato. They've gone through like three jersey change changes since the Sabres <laughs> were in the playoffs last also. Yep. Don Granato's appearance on WGR brought to you by Firth Jewelers. For all the moments in your life, go forth to Firth by Losi and Ganji, workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. By Town Ford. When you think of Ford, think of Town Ford. And by Royce Plumbing. Just call Royce today. We'll take the worry away. Have a wide receiver idea of the day. It's a bargain basement one, but there might be a little bit of a splash factor there. We'll get to that. Next. You need to call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Create explosive plays. All aboard. All right, time for the wide receiver idea of the day. Let's go. Jeremy and Joe. Before we get to that, Joe, we're watching ESPN get up in here where they're doing the reaction. Is it an overreaction or not an overreaction segment? Okay. First up was the Bills will trade Diggs. Dan Graziano's up there. You know, is it an overreaction or not an overreaction to say the Bills will trade Diggs? Yep. Then they go, will Tua get an extension? And then the last one, I was trying to wave to you to take a look at it. 
I, I looked up for only a split second and saw that it was Justin Fields highlights, but I didn't yes. know what it was. And I thought I saw the, MVP. That's right. The, the, the question to Dan Graziano was, is it an overreaction to say that Justin Fields will win an MVP on a new team? And he said it is not an overreaction, which means Dan Graziano <laughs> is predicting that Justin Fields will win an MVP. Or he's saying he's also saying it's more likely that Fields wins an MVP on a new team than Tua were to sign an extension this offseason. Correct. That is what happened. Which I might not get out of here. Me in agreement with you that Tua is going to get an extension this offseason, but come on, Fields winning an MVP is not anywhere near as likely. We'll save this for a little later. We have a new bet for the bet board about Tua getting an extension. I'll right. take a bet. He's getting an extension. Daniel Jones got an extension. Tua won the passing title. He's getting an extension. I think they're going to lowball him. All right. Wide receiver idea of the day is LaVisca Chenault. Okay. I like him. He is so good after the catch. He is six foot... 6'1", 225. He's built like a like a fullback almost and was injured last season in Carolina, two separate ankle injuries. So I think that was going to lower his price in free agency. The Bills are not afraid to sign someone after coming off an injury. Deontay Hardy didn't play uh, two seasons ago before the Bills signed him. With Chanel, he averaged forcing 17 missed tackles per season in his first three years in the NFL. And if you're thinking, is 17 missed forced tackles, is that... Is that a lot? That was the same number that Jamar Chase forced last year. Chris Trapasso, CBS Sports, and on with Steve Tasker yesterday on One Bills Live. He put up his uh, ideas for wide receivers in free agency for the Bills, and his number one target was LaVisca Chenault, who was drafted by Jacksonville, traded to Carolina, would probably come pretty cheap. Yeah, He got a lot of snaps in Jacksonville, went to Carolina where passing games go to die. Yep, with, um, yep. Bryce Young and Frank Reich, and then whatever. We'll see what they do, but he is a unrestricted free agent, and this is a bargain kind of idea. This is going to be one where if the Bills announce this, it's probably cheap, and I'm fine with it. It could be even like a veteran minimum type of contract yeah. at this point, right? He's a candidate for, hey, come here and prove yourself. Yeah. Come here on a one-year deal, I guess like a, a redo of the Deontay Hardy kind of idea. Yeah. Which is come here, be a part of this offense. Let's see if you can put some numbers up and then go get paid. Yeah. Revive your career a little bit. He also reminds me of the type of player that Joe Brady used in Carolina before Chanel got there. Brady was calling plays and all those bubble screens and short passes that they were throwing to Diggs, forcing to Diggs in the second half of the year, those were Curtis Samuel routes in Joe Brady's Carolina offense. That's like Chenault's style. Those yeah. are Chenault plays. So I don't know if he would hold up for the season with his injuries or if he would even produce, but that is the style of player that I'm thinking about Joe Brady asking Brandon Bean to acquire yeah, this offseason. The idea, as, as Chris brings it up, Chris Trapasso on One Bills Live yesterday, it checks a couple boxes. One, it's a role. Like, this is not wide receiver two. No. This is a role. This is like wide receiver four. Yeah. Right? It's a, it's a yeah. spot they need. It's Whether it's the new Sherfield, I don't know if he's going to play special teams, but it's a, it's a role. It's cheap. All right, box yep. is checked. I'm not going to look for too much, not going to ask too much, and gives them some potential upside, some potential to be a little bit different than anybody that they've got right now. You, you mentioned special teams, by the way, like as, well, he's not Sherfield for that. I mean, Sherfield played some on special teams, but he was like around a third of it. Yeah, It wasn't like he was core special team guy. I mean, he had to play an offense later in the year. So 
I I think they'd be open to how much did Hardy play other than kicking and returning kicks? Remember, I keep Hines would have been their returner. How much would have Hardy played on special teams had Hines been healthy? Yeah. Not much. He's not, you know, he's five six. They're not running him down the field chasing down punts and kickoffs. So I, I could see them getting to a Chenault idea, especially when they're going to have to bargain bin shop, and this guy's this is the the bottom of the bin. Well, Chenault, before, again, before he went to Carolina and his career died, here are his passing numbers, his, his snaps as well. In 2020, his rookie year, he gets 580 snaps. His second year, he's close to 700 snaps. Gets mm-hmm. traded to Carolina, goes to 206, and last year had 92. All right. So he got traded and was just completely phased out. Rookie season, 600, catch, 600 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. As a rookie. Since then, he, one touchdown. He had 100 targets that second year. Yeah. But he had five right, he had five touchdowns year one. So this is a guy that was a part of the Jacksonville offense, yeah. got traded, and went away. He, 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 needs, I, he needs a career reboot. And yeah. if you're a receiver out there looking for a career reboot, this might be a good spot. I loved him coming out of college. Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. He was so dynamic. By the way, one more point on the special teams thing. He played more on special teams last year than Sherfield did. He played okay. 47% of Carolinas. I don't know if he was good at it because he had never done it before, at least in the NFL. Um, but if he can say to them, hey, I did this last year in Carolina. I can give you the yak stuff, yards after catch that you're looking for. I can be used outside and inside because he did a little of that in Jacksonville. I'm, in, I'm into this idea. The, if, the, if his number one problem is health, then I, I think I can take a risk there. I mean, he said in the clip, Hardy was coming off injury problems, and they decided to do that. Would that scare them off? I mean, he didn't get hurt this year. So we had also, speaking of Jacksonville, he got replaced by Zay Jones in Jacksonville. They decided to pay him. And we had Mike Giannini on yesterday, and he mentioned Zay Jones as an idea for the Bills, and maybe we'll get to that a different day, at like, what, five, six million dollars a year? Like, not an expensive deal. I Chenault at like one or two? To me, just sounds like a, a better idea. Yeah. If you're already at that tier of free agency, I, I'd rather go for that type of player that's got an extra wart and it's going to allow me to get him cheaper. 803-0550, there's your wide receiver idea of the day, courtesy of Chris Trapasso, who uh, was his number one target. Also on that board, we'll get to uh, some of the others that Chris brought up. With, uh, Kendrick Bourne, who's been one of yours. Yep. Noah Brown, KJ Osborne, and... Uh, that's all I can see on this list. It's like the third tier guys. Yeah. Fourth tier guys. Role players. Role yep. players. 803-0550. If you'd like to join us, Sabres and Stars tonight at KeyBank Center. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. All right. Good morning. Good Tuesday morning. Jeremy and Joe with you. We are uh, broadcasting on... Our Facebook page. And as we've told you many times, we're teaming up with Roswell Park. Go to roswellpark.org slash WGR to remind everyone to get cancer screenings, important stuff to remember. And joining us in studio is uh, a man we met months back when we took mm-hmm. our tour of Roswell. Dr. Rainier Brenchens is uh, joining us, a pioneer in cellular therapy. Welcome. You're right close to the microphone. Welcome. Thanks for coming in to see us. Thanks for taking the time, guys. And, by the way, thanks for coming in and having the right, correct, reasonable Stefan Diggs take when you, when you came <laughs> yes. during the break. Like, you know, Jerry was very ha- proud. I very happy. With that. Yeah. Very happy about that. So uh, thanks for coming in. 
Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So for those out there that are listening, Joe and I and Sal and Bulldog, we went down to tour the whole campus, and one of our stops was was your lab, which was really cool. Um, So first off, who you are, what brings you here, what brought you back here, I guess, as someone that's from the area? Yeah, so so I actually grew up in Buffalo, um, and about uh, actually my father came over from the from Amsterdam. I was born in Amsterdam, the one in Europe. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I, when I was very young, I came to the United States. My dad worked at the university, grew up in Buffalo, proud Buffalonian, um, and then went to medical school uh, at uh, at UB and got my MD PhD, and then moved out to Sloan Kettering and started doing cancer research and, and treating patients with leukemia uh, there. And I actually never thought I would, would, would leave Sloan Kettering. It's, it's, it's a behemoth of a, of a cancer center. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was kind of called back uh, to look at, at Roswell Park. And so I came to visit, and it was during COVID, and I, I got on campus. And first of all, it's, it's a very impressive campus. And even though it's a quarter the size of, of a place like Sloan Kettering, um, it is a remarkable institution. And I was completely blown away by, by, by the resources, the research, the quality of, of, of medical care that occurs there. And, of course, I knew what a great place Roswell Park was. I never thought that I would be able to move this operation that I developed at such a big cancer center to a mid-sized cancer center like Roswell Park. And one of the great things about um, Roswell is is the versatility. And so when I came, I said, we want to become a global destination site for cell therapy. And cell therapy is using your own immune system that we can um, re-educate to recognize cancer cells and then use your immune cells that we manipulate in the laboratory mm-hmm. and infuse them back into the patient. And, and these cells then find the cancer cells and, and, and kill them. Yeah. And so this actually works. And so we are very excited to, to make this the next step in, in cancer therapy and for Roswell Park to be the epicenter of that. Right. And to understand how that all works, like it, it sounds like that the, the cancers, you find out you have a cancer, you have, uh, there's a big umbrella term for what you might have, but that there's a DNA for each one almost. And like what, you, what you're doing is um, weaponizing what the body already has, like kind of building up this uh, this immune system, the way that your cells respond to individually attack? Yeah, so, so the problem is that, that, that your immune system recognizes cells that are abnormal, infected mm-hmm. with viruses or bacteria it recognizes, and, and it says that's not us, and it goes to kill it. Um, but when the cancer crops up, the immune system looks at it and says, no, that, that looks okay to me. And so we take those cells out and we re-educate them genetically. So, so, <laughs> so we engineer them so that when they go back into the body, they now see the cancer cells and say, that's a bad cell, and it goes and kills it. And uh, you know, that took a mere 20 years for us to perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but we got it working, and we got it to work for, for uh, several types of blood cancers, and it's now FDA approved for that. And now we take on the bigger challenge, which are – solid tumors, and, and, and these are your prostate cancers, your colon cancers, your breast cancers, et cetera. 
And we really believe that, that, that we're kind of at the brink of getting this principle, this idea to work in those much more common cancers. And it's, mm-hmm. the question really is finding the right place and the right institution that will support it and that has all of the um, um, resources necessary to make that happen. And boy, Roswell Park is a yep. place where we really can make this happen. Yeah, our tour, it was back in the fall summer i can I, yeah we wore short sleeves it was nice outside i, was, I was definitely wearing short sleeves. <laughs> it, it, it was nice. it was yeah. sunny it, it took us from you know the research to treatment to all, all the different elements and i you know I, I know that part of our partnership here we're telling people to get to get screened but a lot of people i think when we talk about roswell on the air here we're talking about like the 11 day power play hey yeah. it benefits roswell park and one of the things we were able to see is your lab, there's a there's a sign outside of the 11 day power play. A lot of the funding for people that donate to that, this money does go directly into exactly what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And and as I was telling you earlier before when we were off the air, uh, you know, the 11 day power play to me is the epitome of, of what mm-hmm. Buffalo is about. If you ever really want to understand Buffalo and Western New York, is just look at these guys that year in year out play 11 yeah. day long hockey games, all for for for, for cancer research. So it's I'm not just proud of Buffalo for that that and not surprised that that an eleven day power play would be in a place like Buffalo. Um but it's also a great honor to 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 have these 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 men and women that 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 put in this effort to be the beneficiary. And it kind of motivates us as as investigators to to make it worth their while and to be able to really tangibly show them this is where your money's going that you've raised, and, and this is what we're going to do for, for the people of Western New York when, when they get diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, I play in the community shift every year, and when we did the visit, we did the tour, uh, on your floor especially, seeing like some of the equipment and whatnot and the people, the people too, on like you know what the 11-day power play is investing in. It definitely gives you that extra little bump, extra little bump to, uh, to be you know raising money every year. On the, on the cell therapy, like... You know, you mentioned it took 20 years. What What's the real, you know, like why? Like what the value of it? Like is it that the success rate is higher? Um, is it, you know, side effects stuff? Like I guess why was it so important to get to where you guys have at least gotten so far with uh, with cellular therapy? Well, you know, I think one of the things that's always – science is always very humbling. And, and every time you think you got something figured out, you got a cancer cell figured out, you, you find out that, that – that, uh, you know, biology, you know, always still trumps science for the time being. And, and so, um, so it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of steps. And, and, and the first step was to teach cells to re-educate them. And then the second step was to better understand what the tumor does to combat even that cell. And so, so um, you know, it's, it's gratifying that, that we got to where we are. And, and it's funny, I woke up one morning realizing that, that this approach that we, we, we developed at Sloan Kettering was now FDA approved. And, and it's, it's, it's obviously, uh, you know, mm-hmm. great to know. And then when you try to take the next step and say, all right, well now, we, now we can cure all cancers, it turns out these, these cancers are, are smarter than we think they are. And so we have to outsmart them. And we're doing stuff that is really exciting. Mm-hmm. And one of the great things about Roswell is is it gives us an opportunity to translate that technology. I think a lot of cancer research gets held up at at the treating the mice stage. And and there's a big chasm between what you do in the laboratory to being able to do that in the clinic and being able to potentially help our patients. And mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that Roswell much more so than than any other place that I've been to and that I've been recruited to uh can combat because yeah. we have 
fundraising, because we have an institution that's supportive of it, it really makes it so much easier to do all these things. Speaking with Dr. Rainier Brenchens of Roswell Park, and, you know, as you mentioned these these breakthroughs, it, it, it strikes me how th- there's got to be like a little push-pull. A breakthrough is obviously an incredible moment, but it's almost like you stand before this, well, now there's so much more to figure out. You You, you get this great moment of discovery, but then... Well, I got to discover a lot more now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I figured I have job security. As, as, soon, as soon as we got the first cancers, uh, we got responses in the first cancers. Uh, there, there was an initial, uh, somewhat naive thought: like, did I just succeed my way out of a job? And, and it, unfortunately, I, and I wish I did, uh, but unfortunately, um, you know, the, the 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 complexity of it all means that there's still a lot of work to do, and. I guess one of the things that, that, that I always used to say is, you know, my wife has a job and I have a hobby. And, and it has to be that. I mean, you have to be passionate about what you learn and, and you have to really cherish the victories that, that, that you have along the way. We learned a lot about Roswell and had our takeaways on our tour. What, what are some things that not enough people know about with regard to what happens there every day? The, the, from, you know, start to finish, from diagnosis to treatment to post-care, What's something that pe- not enough people know about Roswell? I, I think that everyone that works there feels that they're part of a mission. Um, and, and it helps that, that the entire Western New York community takes such pride, and rightfully so, in having a top-tier uh, institution such as Roswell Park. I think that what people are often surprised by is that every person that works there is dedicated to the mission and dedicated to our patients. And... Um, when you think about going to a doctor for a problem, you fix the problem, and then you, you go away. Um, Roswell Park is committed from, from start to finish, um, whether, you know, from, from the initial diagnosis to management of the, of the disease, and then afterwards, what happens after you, you're, you're a cancer survivor or you're living with cancer? How do, how do we manage? How do we optimize your lives? And so, so, uh, you know, we are truly a comprehensive cancer center in every uh, aspect of, of, of that phrase. Mm-hmm. And how much of, you know, beyond even like whether it's the equipment or the facilities, just the people involved in the facilities in general and their dedication to, um, to, to all of this, to the mission that you just talked about, like how, how much of the investment is just the people involved? It's, it, it, it all starts with the people. And, and, and because we are an institution like we are, we have researchers and scientists in, in the laboratory that, 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 that just really work their butts off to, 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 to get the funding, to do the work, to move the science forward. And then on the clinical side, you have some of the most compassionate people. And it's, you know, it, it's not just, it starts with the nurses. It starts with the people that, 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 that maintain uh, the facilities. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. such a level of unified commitment um, that is really just really inspiring to, to move mm-hmm. forward. And I think our patients once they walk in the doors, they, they can appreciate that immediately. And so there's... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Massive amount of attention to detail and a, a massive commitment to the patient. And I think the patients feel that. Any solutions for how to get the bills by the Chiefs? <laughs> <laughs> I got some stuff. We're all we're all working on that one. I got some stuff I can do in the lab, but it's probably not (laughs) FDA approved. Um, Yeah, no, it's it's and and let me just put it put in a quick plug here also um, Mm -hmm. because that's important to 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 the audience here. You know, there there are certain types of cancers you can avoid. Don't smoke and 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 so on. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, but but the next best thing in in treating cancer is catching it early, and and that's really where where also Roswell has a massive committed program to screening. And guys, mm-hmm. I you know I you know, everybody knows the one traditional screening for prostate, and there hasn't been a sitcom or a male comedian that hasn't at some point in their careers made a joke about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, many of which are very funny jokes, but the fact of the matter is. You do have control over 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 your own health, and and nobody likes screening, nobody likes colonoscopies and 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 prostate exams. I've done them myself because I know what happens when you don't. Mm-hmm. I can't emphasize to you: stop by Roswell. We have a great screening program. Get CAT scans if you're a smoker, if you're at risk for lung cancer. There are ways. To, to survive this disease that you have control over. Yeah, you know, it's funny, as, as you mentioned, like the jokes people make, I, I was talking with a buddy about, there's the, there's the annual joke made every year at March Madness about everyone gets a vasectomy in March Madness because that's when you <laughs> sit around for it. And it, I, I thought about that as normalizing the idea of like, all right, well, why don't we just all, you know, you, you turn 45 or if you're high risk, you do it at 40. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. prostate cancer screenings, colonoscopy. I know, you know, Bulldog had the colonoscopy, colon cancer screening, colonoscopy. He talked about that on the air, told his story about all that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just like I, I'm, I'm, Forty-four. I'm, I'm. I know. I'm entering my screening era. If I could use the Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. you know, get into your era. This yeah. is my screenings era now. I, I know. I know. I've got to be smart about it. And then, you know, a lot of, a lot of us listening out there have to do the same. Absolutely. And again, you do have control. And 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 there's nothing that we enjoy more than 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 being able to 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 cure cancers. And the sooner we find them, the easier it is uh, to to cure it for yeah. us. And you know, as a as a new dad too, like I know there's mm-hmm. a lot of ways we tell people to just do it. Like do it for yourself. Do it. I am one of those people that sometimes will put off a test because I'm afraid of what, what a result will be. You no know, matter how stupid it is, right? And I, I, and I know that that's stupid. I know it. No, it's, it's, but it's you know. But I know it's normal too. A lot of people live like that. I mean, the same is with PSA screening. You're scared, and and, yeah. and then the doctor doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely yeah. understand it, and 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 it's not. Silly. It's. I mean, I feel the same way, and I'm. I'm. I'm knee deep in 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 the business of, yeah. of oncology, um, and you're right. Uh, at some point, you do. You look at your kids, and you you want to be around for yeah. them. And and you. There's nothing worse than if you say like, oh, if only I would have gotten the colonoscopy done on time. Yeah. So. Dr. Rainier Brunch is joining us from Roswell Park. You can go to roswellpark.org/wgr. Of course, you know we've been telling you for a couple months how this partnership. We're trying to make sure that. Uh, we get things taken care of in this department. Well, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks. Guys, I really appreciate taking the time. And uh, you're welcome back to the lab. 
If you break anything in that lab, you bought it. And <laughs> right. You don't so, want to know how much that stuff costs. I don't. I, I hands up. I'm, I'm not <laughs> yeah. touching anything. Well, thanks very much, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. I All appreciate right. it. Back in a moment, Jeremy and Joe on WTR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.